Guys, before we get started with this episode of the Epic Cheat Day Podcast, I just want to remind you to please like and subscribe. You guys like it when I talk shit into your ear about the stupid goings on in my life and maybe some of my guests' life, right? You want to keep that going? Like and subscribe. Support me. Maybe at some point I'll probably get that White Castle sponsorship I've been hankering for. You know, your boy could get maybe, I don't know, fuck it, 50 cents off of all of his purchases for White Castle for the rest of his life. Why don't you guys want to help me do that? If you want to help me do that, like and subscribe on whatever platform you listen to. Fuck it. Go to other platforms and like and subscribe to the podcast there. Okay. Linktree backslash Epic Cheat Day podcast. I'm all over the goddamn place. And so is today's guest, Amber Autry. You can listen to her podcast. It's called Mama Says. And guess what she does, guys? Not only does she talk to performers, but she also talks to their mom. That podcast is available on all platforms as well. Like and subscribe to that. Okay. And you can catch Amber this weekend. She's doing the Lost Locust Comedy Show. That's on Saturday, the 24th at 8 p.m. at District. It's on Milwaukee, 1540 North Milwaukee Avenue, Chicago, Illinois. Uh, they have a great lineup. If you want to get tickets for that right now, go on comedy.com. And yeah, go check Amber out in real life at District this Saturday, the 24th. 8 o'clock is the start time for the show. And, of course, you could check me out at my show. Uh, me and my co-producers are putting on at the Lincoln Lodge, 2040 North Milwaukee Avenue. That's Friday, May 7th, 9.15 at night. We have a great lineup. Headlining the show will be em Eric Emerson. We also have Elaine Golden, Jessica Misra, Steve Gerard. I'll be hosting. It'll be fantastic. And, guys, guess what? If you want to save a couple bucks... Drop the code no gimmicks. That's all one word, lowercase, no gimmicks. It's the promo code section of the event pride page. Um, and that's tngncs.eventbrite.com. Yeah, punch that promo code in there. You get $2 off. It's already a cheap ticket price for a Friday night show in one of the coolest cities on the fucking planet. Uh, check it out. It's called the No Gimmicks Needed Comedy Show. TNGNCS, eventbrite.com. Check out Amber this weekend at District, Milwaukee Avenue. And guys, like and subscribe to the podcast. And check out this episode, which features Amber Autry. Whoppers, Big Macs, White Castle, six packs, ribs, full racks, extra cheese, I'll take that. Might fuck around, have some Chick fil A. Whatever I want, it's Darren Strong's Epic Cheat Day. Tune in and hear what I have to say. You're listening to Epic Cheat Day. With your host, Derek Strong. There it is. So, uh, yeah, I always come in hot with these anyway. So, wait a second. You've done a podcast before, <laughs> but without a... How is that? Oh, through the fuck... Was it like through a laptop webcam kind of situation? No, it was. I mean, they've been live, but there's just been more lights than there has mics. It sounds like a porno, but there's been <laughs> more lights than there has been mics. Like, are you? <laughs> what kind of podcast is this, Amber? The sexiest one you'll ever. That's see, the dog. sexiest. <laughs> Guys, welcome to this episode of uh, the Epic Cheat Day podcast. I'm your host, Derek Strong. 
I have the night. I am a maniac with these podcasts. I'm recording <laughs> three back to back. The next guest is calling me right now. I'm not going to take this call. Message. Why are you being an old man about it? Um, <laughs> You're so famous, dude. I know, so famous. This is, <laughs> well, it's like you know what I like is like I looked at the the lineup for who I had on today, and I was just like, these all of these guys, all everybody, all everybody I have on are, are just people I respect and are who are doing fucking things with comedy. So I respect you too. Um, oh, thank you. Yeah. You shouldn't probably, but I'm so <laughs> glad. I'm so glad that you do. Um, Amber, the way I start every episode of this podcast, I want to find out what is the greasiest thing you ate all week. Oh man. Okay, so this is, wasn't this week, but can I talk about it? Absolutely. Oh my. Wait. Let me fucking adjust my seat. <laughs> you're about to like if you're teeing that up like that, I know it's going to be something special. What was it? It was a barbecue sandwich, but it wasn't yeah. just a barbecue sandwich. It had sausage, brisket, and pulled pork on it, like all three, and it was just it was just a fucking like. But you know, it was like gripping a butt. Okay, so listen, <laughs> I I'm at the point in my life where because of my bad health choices, I absolutely need Viagra. But with what you just mentioned right now, I really know that is fucking amazing. <laughs> Holy shit. Where'd you get this majestic thing? So what would you call this sandwich? Like if you were to name it, like what was it called on the menu? What was it called on the I can't remember. I would call it booty though. It's called, it's, you realize the name, I named the episodes based on the greasy food, so it's going to be like, Epicite Podcast, episode number one, uh, Amber Autry, um, Amber Autry with booty, like that's, that's the way it's going to be. Okay, good. do you want clicks though? Because that's, that, that'll oh get some God, clicks. Dude, yes. Yes, it would. I don't think people know anything about the Amber Autry, they do know about your comedy though, uh, Let's talk a little bit about that, shall we? Okay, let's All do right, that. Let's do that. Um, so you're a stand-up comedian here in yes. Chicago. Where yeah. are you from? I'm from Tennessee. Tennessee. Ooh, yeah. okay. Yeah, you did yeah. mention the South before. That's pretty South. Yeah. Oh, thank you. When I tell other people that I'm from the South and I say Tennessee, they're like, that's not the South. And I'm like, have you been to Tennessee, <laughs> though? Na- Wait, really? Nashville and Memphis is not are not cities that aren't associated with the South? Who are these people that you're talking to? Freaking Chicago people. Wow. I think they go to Nashville they have a pleasant time listening to country music in a bar, and then they go back to their hotel, and they're like, that was nice. You know, that's not the South. <laughs> I'm like, just hang out for a little bit. You'll you know? see it, <laughs> yeah. Like, what, then what do they consider? Because, the, like, well, you have to understand, from New York, everything that isn't New York or L.A. is the South. So, I mean, like, so, you know, but, like, yeah, but like Nashville, America, they're country music scenes, for God's sake. Right. Nothing is more associated with the South than country music. You know, I this is totally me speculating, but I think, the South gets like a really bad rep, which fair it should sometimes. Yeah, but I think they were maybe expecting like a bunch of racist people and like dumb people. Of course, but I mean, like it's like that. That, but that's the misconception about like a lot of places. You know what I mean? Where people have that like ill-conceived notion, and it's just like, yeah, but you, when you're in like Memphis and Nashville, those are fucking cities. You know what I mean? Right. Like, yeah, exactly. You know what I mean? Like any major urban area is going to have and by force is going to be less re- by force. Well, because of the, na- <laughs> the nature of how cities work, everybody's on top of each other and has to deal with each other. You can't really be racist if you're surrounded by the people that you hate all the time. You know what I mean? <laughs> you really can't. Well, you're a comic. Just- you're surrounded <laughs> by people you're, you hate all the time anyway. So, Man, that's well, that's actually been one of the reasons I've like loved doing virtual comedy so much because <laughs> i can just like shut the computer and and just be at home you know what that's i'm saying it, yeah. i'm not like a hangout type of 
Like a lot of comics have been like, oh, I miss yeah. like hanging out at the bar and like fucking like, really? around. Yeah. Right, exactly. Yeah. I'm like, not I. Yeah, never me either. Like I just, I'm like, no, because I don't drink either. So it's like, yeah. Exactly. Oh, you don't drink? I, I occasionally. Occasionally. But I'm actually, okay, so this is interesting. I'm trying to move into being sober. Really? Okay. Yeah. Like a lot of people around me have been doing it and I'm not interested in feeling hungover anymore. Like yeah. that's- Sober or California sober? You know California sober. Is that right? weed? That's weed. Yeah. Uh, okay. I think sober, dude, because weed yeah. weed, the, weed makes me anxious. Okay. I'm not the only one. Like, like I can't. Last time I smoked weed was like 11 years ago. Really? And like, I like I hadn't done it in a couple years up until then. I took like two hits off of uh, my friend's like, uh, he had a pipe. So I took two hits off of it. I stared at the wall for 45 minutes straight. <laughs> I, did, I was just like, and I looked at him. I was like, how the fuck? fuck do you do this every single day right yeah and people say they're like well you just need to smoke more i'm like that is not healthy <laughs> not at all not at all just like, feel this more to feel this more <laughs> like oh so you want me to f- you want this thing that's clearly poisoning me in some way shape form, or fashion let me, let, me, let me get used to the poison got it yeah okay i will i will say that like one thing that i think i'll miss a little bit which yeah. is also unhealthy is the way it frees me up creatively like okay. i feel like i get like all these ideas coming at me when I'm high. And yeah. I'm like, oh, fuck, I'm on fire. When in reality, I'm getting those di- ideas anyway. It's just not, like, amplified that much. Yeah. Um. So I think I can let it go. I think I can let nice. it go. Nice. Yeah. Good for you. Hell yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, also, I think it's funny, too, because you were, like, and I, I was so nervous about this, but I was like, no, this is actually a good thing, was uh, I, I moved my mic to Shakers, and you were going to start your mic at the THC uh, bakery. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. I remember we had beef on Facebook. Like, but that's the thing, though. Like, so, like, for people who don't know Amber or not part of the Chicago scene, and fortunately, most of my listeners aren't comics from the Chicago scene. Oh, thank so, yeah. God. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> no, so, like, for kidding. people who don't understand, like, Amber is a, everybody loves her on the scene. She's a oh, fucking so killer. And when she, she hosted my mic one week, she, she filled in for me. I asked her to fill in. And of course, naturally when she hosted, there's like fucking 30% more people there. I'm like, oh, uh, and everybody told me, by the way, they had great sets and it was a great night. I'm like, yeah, fucking of course. And now she's starting a mic on the same night as me, three blocks away at a fucking a THC bar. Well, did they, did they get their license ever or did they, the pandemic You know happen? what? I just... They didn't have their license, but um, I just saw her like a couple of months ago, and she finally got it. So, are you planning on pursuing that when you come back? Or, I mean, you're a heavy hitter now. I don't know if you're going to be. I think you're. You've graduated from the open mic host arena. I I think so, man. I mean, obviously, I'm not above like learning things from it, but. I I'm I don't I'm not interested in hosting an open mic right now. Yeah, can't even know? blame me. Can't even blame you. One open mic that I feel like I do want to see though is just like a total crowd work open mic. A crowd work open mic. What, what wasn't there an open? I feel like there was an open mic that was a. a well, it was the open heckle mic they used oh, to run God. at Mutiny. Did you ever do it? No, I went once. Yeah. And I, I did one set, and it was fine. Everybody was drunk and wasn't paying attention to me. So <laughs> beauty, the hell you say? Wow. <laughs> so it kind of, no one was heckling me because they were like, well, you're boring us. So I guess I got, like, the ultimate heckle of just, like, not paying attention. <laughs> yeah, that to me, like, the, the nothing absolutely hurts worse than a boo. Yeah. Oh, man. my God. Like, yeah. at least, because at least they're acknowledging my existence with booing. It's like, I have an effect on you. Okay. Yeah, right. It, it may not be what I want, but, like, you're, you know, you're interacting with me. But, like, my, like, 
the nothing sets. Yeah, Ooh. bro. Those are those are rough, those... especially like if people come up, like normies come up after you, and they're like, you know, I used to do comedy, and you're like, I really don't need this right now. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's so. I... <sighs> no, thank I you. I used to do comedy. <laughs> oh. <laughs> god damn All right. oh god so you're from you're from tennessee were you from a big city in tennessee or i'm not a, no okay. i'm like an hour and a half outside of nashville okay and from a small town which like from growing up i was like i want to move to chicago like i knew nice. from a little person that i wanted to move to chicago uh but now i miss my hometown man really like, going back it's so much better so so much cooler now really yeah that i've left what's what's changed or is it like the 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 the, uh you know just being in chicago for x amount of time is giving you a bit more of a nostalgic thing like or or has the town actually changed to be more alluring or i think it's a little bit of both probably a big part of it is that it's changed it's got breweries now it's my phone doesn't work out there so when i go it's just peaceful dog like no one can reach me is that like that? And that's, I mean, that's like, like I've noticed mm. recently too. Like, I don't know how, like I started like with one friend circle and now I have five. Well, okay. Brag. Yeah. No, but I'm, but it's not a no, brag because I'm on this fucking thing more than I'm doing. And because I'm unemployed right now, I don't have any excuse. To, <laughs> like, oh no. Oh, I was busy. What were you busy doing today? Uh, watching Fringe for the sixth time. You know what I mean? Like. I have no excuse. You so. deserve that many friends, though, dude. Like, thanks. Yeah, yeah. My, I think uh, on the way over here, I was like, my mission. <laughs> I feel like that's kind of a sad thing, though. It's just like, no, you really, you need all the friends. You can, you need so many hugs. No, so no. Hugs. Well, I was thinking on the way over here, just how much I love you. I think you're so dope and funny and nice and charming and sweet. Keep it going. I'm not going to say anything for the rest of this. I, I, I do you mind if I hit pause? I hate hitting pause on this podcast, but like the next guest that I, this is why you can't multi book. I'm so <laughs> sorry about this, Amber. No, it's fine. It's just Jason is power stalking me right now, so Hi. I am gonna. <laughs> <laughs> I, I I and I also don't know the controls for this. Okay, it keeps going. Good. That's how we're doing. All right. <laughs> The audacity of Jason Acevedo. That was so freaking rude, dude. That was. He just wouldn't stop. And to tell me that he was going to be on time. Yeah. Like, I'm like, oh, are you canceling? What's going on? (laughs) You know, is your mom, did did her hysterectomy surgery get botched? Like, what's happening here? (laughs) Hey, wait, he called to tell you he's going to be on time? Who does that? That's weird, man. that's weird. something else is going on. I, I mean, that's a special level of, or he's the most courteous person. Ever. I don't know. <laughs> and we're just roasting him for it. <laughs> you, you know what the worst part about this is too? It's like he even said he's like, oh, I assumed you were recording right now. Oh, okay. <laughs> good, good thing to assume, buddy. That's what's happening. So you were complimenting me and telling me. Yeah, you that I'm, I <laughs> take it all back. <laughs> I no, all I'm just kidding. Back. I but on the way over here, I was like, I want. I want Derek to know how cool he is because I feel like you hey. downplay it sometimes. And I'm like, I need you to be your biggest fan. Oh, I, I appreciate that. I'm, I'm starting to slowly, and not in a self-aggrandize. I th- again, and I've said this so many times on the podcast, all of us are self-aggrandizing egomaniacs. Anytime, and I don't mean that in jest. I mean that as a factual statement that anytime somebody decides to call the attention to themselves for four minutes at a time, demand it, 
Tell the audience that and and yell at them when they don't. God forbid, don't pay attention. I mean, you've seen me run my mic. I've yelled at people like, how dare you look at your phone and not pay attention to the person who really wants you to pay attention to them. All of us are fucking ego. Yeah, man. Right? You I know mean, what? I, I was just like reading something where, oh, no, it was Dan Cass, I think, put on Facebook. And I was reading in like other like books and shit where like comedy is for the audience and Get if you're the fuck out of here, Dan Cass. Dude, so like, I saw that thing about Dan Cass. I reposted it to my page. I said, this is the funniest thing I've ever said. I said it on a comment on there. I was just like, dude, like, does he not realize how, like, fucking ridiculous he sounds right now? It's, it's, um, you know what? I am not. Are you for the people? I'm Are you not. For the people ever? No, here's the thing. I. I could say a lot about that, but I'm trying. I don't talk shit about other comedians. He doesn't, and, I'm not, and, and that's the thing. Like I've and I've talked about Dan Cass before because I think he's. I he to me it's like his upshot in terms of just as a performer. He's he's got like he if he sticks with it, he's going places. Totally, it's totally happening. And like he like he the thing is though, it's like he's not coming from a like a place of ill will with any of this stuff like that. Like he's being genuine in the best in his best possible way. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Even though like the irony of posting about having no ego after <laughs> saying, you know, after writing I, six post, paragraphs. Yeah, six <laughs> paragraphs on Facebook no less, Bro. on your page on Facebook <laughs> where you talk about you giving stage time to comics like everything about that is ego. So, I yeah. mean, you know, but he is I still think he's a net positive. I mean, it's just Totally. Yeah, yeah. I think I think I've tried to like and you, by the way, you are so good at that. This is why everybody loves you. You don't talk shit about that. That is exact, dude. And it's you, key. I wait until I get home with my boyfriend, and I'm like, <laughs> "Can you fucking believe so and so?" Blah blah blah. But like, it's a not not that it's bad. No, like, comics do that. But I'm like, it always comes around to bite you in the ass, dog. Yeah. Like, I mean, like, never- and I, 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 I hope Dan Cass, like, he knows that I love him. He knows that I'm coming from a good place with that, because uh, you know I've talked to him before about. Some things he talked to me b- before about something. Yeah. So it's like I don't feel like the dynamic. Like if you look at like the comment that I made, it's like clearly like I'm joking, he's joking. So it's like I, thought, I don't think that's bad at all. Yeah. yeah, I saw your post. I don't think it was bad. Yeah, you know. So I mean, it's like, but you're right though. It's like there is a lot. There's so much naysaying in this fucking community. There is, man. You and it, my thing is like I've like been called out for jokes before, and I'm just like, really? Oh my god! In the rudest, most ridiculous way, and I'm just like, what by comics? Yeah. Wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And my thing is, like, with that kind of stuff, or I've seen comics be like, I can't go after this person because they offended me. And I'm like, okay, fine, you're allowed to feel how you feel, but do you want to be a comic? Do you want to do comedy? Yeah. Because you're going to get offended. Yeah. Or, like, what is your goal? Yeah. Or, like, why are you focused on my jokes? Like, there's been so many times. (laughs) I was going to say, like, why do you care about anything I'm doing on stage? Like, I've seen so many comedians where I'm like, that joke was not good and it offended me. But I'm not going to spend my time and go up to them and be like, hey, this is how I felt about your joke. They're going to be like, I don't give a fuck. Now you're giving them your energy for what reason? Exactly. And there's a lot of people that they they get off a little bit on fucking pissing you off. As as a comic, as a performer, that's the only way they're going to get any attention from people. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And you're feeding into that, you know, a and you percent. don't do it. 
and you don't do it. And good for you, bravo. Yeah. And also, I just, I never got that vibe from you at all. Like, even, like, you even saying that you go home and, like, you know, you tell your boyfriend, <laughs> like, oh, this person sucks. Like, uh, her boyfriend's a total badass, by the way, and probably one of the, <laughs> the sweetest people. And He's I so noticed nice. that, too. With, with people that could break your neck in one move, they're kind of, like, the nicest people. They've gotten like, all the aggression out. Exactly. You know? Like, he's... <laughs> He's a cage. He's like, oh, what do I do for a living? I'm a cage fighter. <laughs> got something to say? You got something to say? Go, go ahead. Go ahead. See Amber and Mike and fuck with her and see what happens to you. See what happens. The, what... the thing about Alex, too, though, is like yeah. it's hard to talk shit with him because I'll be like, so and so did this and that. And he's like, yeah, well, maybe they blah, blah. And I'm They're like, going through something right now. That's bro. awesome. <laughs> I'm like, stop being nice for like two minutes. <laughs> <laughs> that is fucking great. I've had like two or three interactions with him, and every th- every time I have, I'm just like this. You're such a sweetheart. He <laughs> is such man. a sweetheart of a guy. Sometimes I think he's an angel from God. How long have you guys have been together for? Almost seven years. This is the epic dating podcast. Yeah. <laughs> podcast. Seven years. I mean, that, let's let's be honest. That's uh, that. This is a lifelong thing. It's got. Oh, be, for right? sure, man. I mean, you know, it's just that's that's awesome. And yeah. Congratulations. I mean, because you know the generation. I mean, you're. You know, I mean, you're, but you're still, you're millennial. It's like millennial and down. It's just, I feel like everybody is, you know, they're just doing these like love temporary things. Yeah. Like, you know, and they like break up after the, the honeymoon phase and stuff like that. But you sticking it out. I blame The Bachelor, dog. Yeah, it really fucked everybody. Fuck that show. It fucked society up. It did. It, did. it took romance out of the game. Oh, like, my God. Yeah. I heard on one of your other episodes that you're a romantic, and I was like, me too. How many, wait, how many episodes of the podcast have you listened to? Just I, just I Well, I started Raza's, but yeah. I just listened to Jessica Diana's, which is my favorite. You guys have to go listen to that because Jessica's fucking hilarious. She's fucking hilarious. You know, um, I'm okay in it, but she's really <laughs> I'm all right in it. She really pulls that episode out of the gutter. You know what I'm saying? Know, just <laughs> like, it was nosedive. <laughs> I mean, from from Jump Street, but she was able to to turn away. I've gotten a lot of good feedback from that episode. Yeah, um, it's really great. You know, I, like it's it's weird. It's like episodes with her, episodes with you, episodes with people that I really like get along with and yeah. like have had conversations with. Like I always feel it better. Like me and Raza, like me and Raza, like you know we've hung out so many times. It's just kind of when it, Knut's episode is going to be fun because he's interviewing me for the episode. Oh my gosh, yeah, that's so, that's really has that happened yet? I don't know. Well, I, oh no, no, I haven't put it out there. Yet. Oh, okay, no. okay. It's like one of those ones where I, I don't know when to put it out really because it's it's gonna be. He didn't want his name in the title, so what? it's gonna be Epic Cheat Day Podcast with Derek Strong featuring Derek Strong. Why doesn't he want his name in the title? Oh, and that for a work thing because he was oh. on a podcast once and people like Googled his name and <gasps> found the podcast. Yeah. No. Yeah. Oh God, that's well, you, awkward. You don't like me. I have a stage name. Derek Strong is not my name. So what? Everybody gets shocked by this. Like I thought it sounded like an obvious stage name. No freaking way. Yeah, I my feel last name's Sinappy. Yeah, it's a but like if I What is your first the, name Derek? My first name's absolutely. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> that would just be weird. Like, I know. Just, like, wait, who are you? <laughs> like and I wanted to, like like strong like my last name's Sinappy, so I kept the same initial. Um but like if I spelled it out, like if you tried sounding out my last name phonetically, like I don't pronounce it correctly. Nobody in my family pronounces it correctly because it's a very Italian name. It's like Senape. Like Ooh, that's the pro- yeah. It, you know Senape. what it means? No. Mustard. <laughs> I could have gone by Derek <laughs> Mustard. Yeah. Oh, like a DJ. DJ Derek Mustard. <laughs> Derek Mustard. Oh man, that's, that's kind of nice. I like mustard, brown or yellow. Brown. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Like I want to. T- I want to feel it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, yellow. I mean. 
like sometimes like sometimes if I do like a generic cookout, like I'll throw the I'll throw the yellow on the hot dog just because it's like classic. That's right. the OG, but I just yeah. had the shittiest pretzel yesterday, dogs. Oh, the, oh. it was so fucking rude. I, well, I was at a I was at a competition, Alex's like jujitsu competition, so I was like, <laughs> 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 so I ate a concession. Why are you underselling it? So I was watching Alex take on a crew of ninjas while he was choking someone out. I got a little famished. <laughs> um. Yeah, and I went up there, and they were like, first they were like, "Do you want it like hot?" And I was like, "Yeah, I want the pretzel." hot yeah, because i'm not a monster i should have backed out yeah like, that, was- <laughs> that was like the sign right there and then they asked if i wanted salt i'm like seriously this is becoming a problem <laughs> that is so much i ate all of it wow yeah i ate all of it wow and that's, that's were that's you me. just especially hungry <laughs> were you like fuck it i paid for it halfway through i was like i wasn't even hungry yeah you know what i'm saying i, I was mean, not even hungry they- <sighs> i was bored yo oh, well that oh you know, you, you see, you see this left man tit right here. That's a, that's a, a boredom <laughs> that's eating bored man titty. tit. That's that's all that is. Is fucking is from hilarious. that. You know that boobs. That's so weird to me. Like I remember finding out, like when my mom lost weight and her boobs got smaller, and she was like, "Yeah, boobs are just like fat." And I was like, "What? Oh yeah." But I've always had small titties, and I eat a lot of food. <laughs> that's good. We should trade. Like I don't know if that's a possible. We should trade. We should trade. <laughs> I have Jason coming on. He got some big old man titties. Ooh. I don't know how he's going to fit behind the booth, that fat piece of shit. <laughs> no. <laughs> he's, a, he, he's my friend. Like, so I'm like, again, he's like, he's in friend circle number one and then our friend circle number two. And then like. Why are know. they why are they separated, these friend circles? Because it's weird. So it's like friend circle number one. It's me, Jason Acevedo, Pratik Srivastava. That's like love, the old. Love the old dog comedy crew right <laughs> and then the other one is me uh ricardo raza and canute that's like the young dog comedy crew <laughs> and then uh the other one's from work so that's like the jewel osco crew oh are you still at jewel osco no but i keep uh, i say in the group chat wow my, my boss sends the most horribly because he's so tone deaf to like dark humor and racism and all that like he oh, just no. says the most horrible memes in the group chat you can't leave that chat that's gross. no i mean this is just like it's like dude if i ever wanted to like get money from jewel i just have to say like, <laughs> dude this is this is i mean this is borderline <laughs> does anybody ever call him out we do me so me and the other guy the other guy in the pot in the group chat is uh he's puerto rican right you know, so it's just like, um, you know, unfortunately, this guy had the wherewithal to not go to like post things about Jews or Puerto Ricans there, because then it's just like, oh, <laughs> you're gonna, you're, you're, dude, it's about to go down. But like, <laughs> he, like, we've every single time he does this, it, like, holy shit, that's probably one of the most racist things we've ever Yikes. seen. Or holy shit, that's like one of the most anything that I've ever seen. Is he a white dude? Yeah. Oh, as white as you get. Oh, like the yikes. whitest. Like what level of white do you imagine white to be? And that's what level of white. My vagina so. just got so dry. Yeah. Yeah. My <laughs> vagina like, yeah. got dry. I grew a vagina <laughs> and, and it, it instantly dried. <laughs> just Cheeto dust right there. <laughs> In my vagina. Oh, God. Does he like hang with you guys? Have you guys ever? I mean, here's the thing. So like, and I've noticed this because, you know, I'm like my, my, my outer family that didn't, that didn't migrate to New York. They're from a small town in Pennsylvania, and I noticed. And he's from like he's from like a distant suburb in Illinois, right? Okay. So like, and I've noticed this. It's they really don't know 
that they're doing something wrong. So it's like there's no like his intention behind it isn't ill intent. Like, do you know what I mean? It's I just do. because like like the community that's surrounding them is like they it, it's like it's this is joke. this yeah and this yeah. is all within an acceptable realm so like for me to for like you know he's and that's the weird thing it's like it's it's like when i saw that i was just like okay you can't jar him too much with like the choke around the throat but just like if you could gradually unrate like move him a little bit from that <laughs> then you're doing your due diligence so that's what me and this guy uh me and my co-worker are doing like we gradually like this come on man what are you doing like yeah. you know what i mean because like it's you know it'd be it'd be a lot better if he was a total asshole you know what i mean because then it would be like i you know but it's Fuck just like guy. there's some yeah. re- there's some redeeming qualities to him so it's just like let's try to see let's try to salvage this fucking train wreck right yeah now, person, you re- like it really is environment man like speaking oh yeah i was gonna say like the south is known for being uh, yeah yeah pretty interesting so how did you find that to be in in uh suburb outside of nashville i mean um so i didn't really small town actually right i didn't really notice it growing up because that was that was who i was surrounded yeah of course my my family is actually very liberal yeah so i was blessed with that but like I had all my friends were church people, you know, so when I moved away and started saying like curse words, they were like, Amber, oh, my God, like, <laughs> what have you become? You know, and then I started God, to be like, wait, what's right? I'm like, wait, what? Not all of them. Yeah. If you're listening. But, you know, some of them I lost because they were like freaking out over the craziest things or like we just weren't clicking anymore. And it's I hate to like say this but it's because they're not leaving the town you yeah. know they're not like experiencing other people other things so it's like exactly i don't know it's it's rough man well i mean that and that's why like when you see like you know especially when it comes to like voting and stuff like that you see most of the most of the blue city or states are with cities that are large enough to really swing the entire the vote for the entire state so it's like that's why you see illinois is always blue because there chicago is a huge city and when it comes to cities Cities of people that have to deal with everybody. They're not just in their small little communities. Yes. You know, and that even though Chicago, but by New York standards, Chicago is one of the most segregated places I've ever seen in terms of neighborhoods. Like, I'm like, holy, like, I wasn't prepared for that when I yeah. left New York. Like, I was just like, wow, everybody's. Someone has that. I can't so remember like, who it was, but some comedian has that joke where they're like, the North is so much more racist because you separate your white people. She's like, I've never seen. <laughs> that's so great. Who does that? I don't know. I can't remember, thing. but it is so, I was you like, damn, that's so true. It's so true. It's I will so say true. though with like, you know, it's easy to be like, oh, they don't know because they live in a small town. I also feel like there's this, uh, this movement that's like just, if someone says something wrong or racist, it's like, yeah. fuck that person, kill them. Yeah. You know? And it's like, well, Let's also remember that they it the environment is also like we can give them some leeway, like you were exactly, saying, like yeah. they're like, human, they're not like let's not just like write them off forever. And as long as they're <laughs> trying, like one thing that I like and why I think like there's some redeeming things to this boss is that like if you call them on things, 
he'll get it. But like when it comes to the meme stuff, like the reason why I don't think he's 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 getting it, so to speak, is because it's just like he'll like if you tell him like, oh, that was wrong, he'll move from that specific topic. Oh God! But then just pick like an adjacent <laughs> fucked up topic. You know what I mean? It's just like because he's not getting the point of what's fucked up. You know what That's I mean? That's so he's interesting. Not, he's not getting the general vibe of the fucked up thing. He's just like, oh, that one thing is fucked up. Oh, but like making fun of the handicap that there we're gonna i'm gonna lean into that no okay yeah. oh, work in progress work in progress here so i mean eventually after 30 years of this he, <laughs> you know he'll still be pretty racist but uh you know <laughs> jesus lord acceptably racist this is the acceptably racist podcast <laughs> uh with amber Audrey here now no <laughs> oh my god we can, i could edit that in post if you want to no 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 okay say it i don't I give call. a fuck i was gonna say she don't give a fuck <laughs> fuck you guys still here working zanies and shit yeah, yeah. so comedy is back how are, how are you feeling about it man i am doing really well with it i really you were doing really well before with it like, you know, you no need to be <laughs> humble well you know you're doing it for the people <laughs> I I I am humble where I'm meant to be humble, but also like I'm gonna rep myself, dog, because I've been working through the pandemic, been working on myself, like spiritually, emotionally, oh yeah, comedic wise. So like, yeah, I'm 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 growing, baby. I'm doing it out Hell here. Yeah. yeah, I mean you're I mean you were always a fucking worker, so it's not. I, I'm Thank now you. that it's back. I'm sure that you know it's just. Uh, opportunities or people coming at you to like produce and stuff like that now i'm sure you probably got offers all over the place right yeah i actually uh i'm looking to move back south wait what yeah what no yeah. you no no <laughs> there's so much more work to be done <laughs> guys this is this is hitting me in a weird way all right so wait but when you when you said because you were are, are i mean like back to the hometown south yeah or? what yeah, I just miss racism. <laughs> <laughs> she just, it's been, how many years have you been in Chicago now? Seven. So seven years. Oh, so the whole time you've been dating uh, Alex? Yeah. Wow, okay. Mm -hmm. uh, did you meet him here? No, we met in Tennessee, but then I, like, shortly thereafter got a place in Chicago. So we did long distance for a year, and then he moved up here. In the first year you did long distance and it still worked? Yeah. Jesus Christ. Yeah, you guys are going to get married. That's fucking awesome. You really think? So. I hope he hears this. Propose to me. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> he's going to, he's seven years in. It's, to, to, you know what it is? And he I just think, can't find a way out. <laughs> yeah. And, and that's, that's the other thing, too. I think for a lot of guys, it's like, you know, because the whole misconception is that it's like, it, like th that we're nervous about oh, settling down. But it's like, after five years, it's kind of like, it feels like a moot point. It's just like, I, I, you're not going anywhere. I, I'm not going exactly. anywhere. Do you really want to spend this kind of money? That's what we we've talked about. He's like, I mean, it's kind of like we're already married. I'm like, yeah, yeah. that's true. That's true. Do you want the wedding though? Of course. Man. <laughs> of course. She's like, well, a little thing might be nice. <laughs> I, She's like, do you want like the full like regalia wedding? Well, like, see, like my family owns a farm in Tennessee, so like my vision oh, hell yeah. is just like fucking roast a pig in the ground. <laughs> Everybody, Can I come to this one? A thousand percent. Oh, my God, a thousand percent. I want to, like, everybody camp out for a weekend. We go, like, hiking and drinking and just, like, fucking. Yeah. I just want to party. I just yeah. want to party. You That's know? awesome. Yeah. What kind of farm do they have down there? So it used to be, like, cows and chickens and pigs. Yeah. Um, and then it was a Christmas tree farm. Nice. And now it is just chickens. Like, too many chickens. There's so many chickens. 
There's a lot of chickens. A lot. Of we chicken. went chicken catching. Oh, so I went. I visited recently. Chicken catching. Guys, you're about to hear about chicken catching. Because I know about chicken tenders. I don't know about chicken catching. This is how chicken tenders get made. Okay. So, guys, <laughs> you're about to hear the, dur- the, dirty, the dirty truth about chicken tenders in the South. It was ridiculous. It was like nighttime. My grandpa was like, get ready. We're going chicken catching. We had never gone chicken catching in my life, but he makes it sound like we had. Yeah. You get like a bamboo pole with a hanger attached to it, a wire hanger, and you go and you pull them out of trees in the dark and you capture them with a net. It was the most ridiculous, terrifying thing. And I was the wrong So these person. are all free-range chickens. Like, they're 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 living off the... So this is the good-tasting chicken, not yeah, that produced shit, right? exactly. Yeah. But I didn't even know chickens lived in trees, dog. I didn't know they lived in trees either. I thought they couldn't... How the fuck are they getting up to the trees? They, only, they do, like, bunny hop flying. <laughs> like, they're not... I know. It's a mystery. It was it's, terrifying. I'm not. They're weird creatures. I, like of all the birds, you know what I mean? Like yes. turkeys and chickens. Like how did you not get extinct a long time ago? They're you know what I mean? Horribly just, I feel bad, but they're like ugly and scary. They are. And you know what? And they're better off being tenders. You know what I mean? <laughs> they're just better off. Let's be honest. My grandpa won't let anybody kill the chickens. Wait, wait. So what are they, what are you guys doing with the chickens? Just eggs? He, they're his pets. And we have eggs. Yeah. But, like, he has them in the house, and, and, like, we have an old house, and he has them all in there. There's just, like, chickens everywhere, dude. But there's, and, but, and none of them are getting battered and He won't allow it. He and, won't allow it. But that's, that's what they're for. Bro, I'm trying to, <laughs> and then he it's has, like. It's like if you have an apple tree and you don't eat the apples, why are you not eating the apple? Well, I wouldn't eat the apples anyway, but, like, why wouldn't <laughs> a person who cares about their digestive tract eat the apples? <laughs> that's hilarious. Wait, you, you don't like fruit? I love fruit. Oh. I, I like I like I so when I because I was 330 pounds I dropped down to 200. Whoa! Found a bunch of that again, by the way. <laughs> I'm not gonna say how much, but like it's like once I started like really changing, like and that's one of the things, and I feel really fucked up about this. Why I let myself go is just because like oh I know at any time I want to go back to healthy eating. I can't because I did mm. it for such a long period of time. But like once I started like figuring out like oh okay there are a lot of healthy foods that I do really enjoy. And it was just like, okay, so that is an option. Do you cook? Uh, I mean, I don't have a kid. So, like, my apartment, I it's an efficiency. So, I have a bathroom and I have a room. and I do, But there's no kitchen. So, what I did was I got a, a slow cooker. Oh, yeah. Um, an air fryer, which fucking game changer. Air fryer is it, slash convection oven. I could throw my pizzas in there. It's what? such a multitasker. Yeah, it's like, a, it's like you know, a set-top toaster oven. But, like, it has an air fry setting. It has a convection setting. It has, like, oh, it's unbelievable. It's un- I've done full pork roasts in this fucking thing. What? Yeah, yeah, yeah. My vagina's wet again. Yeah, well, because uh, pork. Pork <laughs> does it. Yeah, dude. Yeah. yeah, like, it's really about pork. Like, pork, if... I made I, I made I the slow that. roasted pork in there. I I did I did low and slow twelve hours. Oh god! In this fucking dude. thing, and it came out, and I had the fucking cracklings on the top. And oh, dude! Yes. Are you more of like a savory person than a sweets person? Yeah. Okay. It's, so when I when I stopped drinking though, and here's the thing: like I never was really a big sweets guy. Like I, I appreciated them, but like when I quit drinking, I am now. Like I've incorporated it now, but like when I quit drinking. Um, you get like for some people they get insane sugar cravings because you're looking for some endorphin rush. So like I started like, you know, and I quit drinking multiple times before I finally did it three years ago. And like when I did, like I just, you know, that became my thing now. So it was just, sweet, like, sweet. So it was just like for a while, like part of my main weight gain was just I was just like 
shotgunning like and when i when i talk about sweets like i'm like you know when you go to the grocery store you get like the store made cookies like there's a, it's like an 18 pack of cookies yeah like it's just like that's a one sitting thing for me yes you dude know? Same. yeah okay so you know what i'm talking about it's just like oh wait yeah i'm supposed to save these for later why dude dude mariano's chocolate chip cookies motherfucker yes mm, 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 mm. it's it's funny because i'll be like Alex, you want a cookie? And he'll be like, oh, I'll get one later. I'm like, there is no later. Yeah, exactly. You know what I'm saying? It's like, like, it's now you or never. A, yeah, you, the window is closing <laughs> fast, I'm going to eat all of these. All of these. All yeah, of these, right I, now. I definitely have a sugar addiction. Really? Like, So what's the, like, what's the, what's the top of the heap for you? What's oh, the, God. I fucking love dark chocolate, dude. My, right here. High five. Right up mm. here. Right up here. Hell yeah. And you put some, like, like... Dark chocolate brownies with like some salted caramel and oh like melty God. and hot, like sweet and salty. I fu- sweet, yes. yeah, yeah. I love sweets, and it's an issue. Like I really lately, I've been trying to be like, don't you don't like I'll be eating dinner, or I used to. I'd be eating dinner and be like, well, I can't wait for dessert. What am I gonna have for dessert? Yeah. And so I try to be like, you don't need dessert every night <laughs> for every meal. For every meal, <laughs> I like know? that. For every, I didn't know lunch comes with dessert. <laughs> Definitely. Man. Well, that's why to me, like, so, and I'm so glad this happened because, like, so I, me and my ex, we went to IHOP. Like, our first, so the, oh, our IHop. first time hanging out was at IHOP, and that was because we're both night people. So, like, we, we went to IHOP at, what was it, like, midnight, and we stayed there for, like, two shifts just talking. So that's what oh. I was just like, yeah, I know. You know, almost romantic. Come was on. this that brunette girl? Uh, kind of thin brunette girl. Kind of thin brunette girl. Was yeah, she a it's really Well, because right? I mean, if you would have seen her, she had she, had, she had blue purple. hair. Oh. She had blue hair for a while, so you probably saw her. When you she like brought her around shakers. I feel like maybe. Yes, like she would. Uh, yeah, like so she like all all of my mics there. She was at. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So yeah, you definitely see. What her. happened? Uh, no, it was just uh, we were together for a good three months, and it was. I mean, we we work better as friends. Like we're still friendly now. I talk to her oh, almost okay, every cool. day. But uh, it was like one of those things. I mean, I I mean, fuck it. It's my podcast. I could be honest on it. Like me. I when I talk when I do my Bluetooth bit, that's a real thing. Like and fucking dick pills are expensive. Wait, uh, yeah. what? Yeah, like I me, like I like <laughs> when I do the bit about ladies, if I slide in your DM, I'm just trying to be friends because I don't have any other options. That's a real thing. Like and also it's just like I it's just weird. Like sex is like kind of like I think it's because of an age thing or something, but it's like it's kind of like disinterested to me. It's like really? a lot it's a lot of yeah, it's so much effort, and like she and like you have to understand, she's like an athlete. Like she runs, oh god, eight miles a day minimum, and goes for a six mile walk every day, and goes to the gym and does contortion for an hour at a time, and then wants to fuck for an hour. And exactly, <laughs> and it's just like she has like all this like energy to like just I I just and like that, that's her big thing. I'm just like I can't do I can't this. Do that. That's I interesting. Can't. What was your like relationship with sex throughout your life? Oh, like, it's been fucked up. Well, I mean, I had the, I, you know, I, I haven't really delved into the what's it called, but I had like a traumatic. Oh my god, touch the kid, whip for me. But no, I was pretty fucked up. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I had one of those types of experiences when I was a kid, and that pretty much like that that kind of sealed the deal pretty early on. I mean, you know, with all the therapy and stuff that I've been through. That certainly has helped with definitely having empathetic, understanding girlfriends as well. But it's like it's always going to be like an issue for me. Yeah. You man. know, and I, I had to make my peace with that a long time ago. It's going to be, you know, it's. Uh, 
you know, it's fine. I'm not, you know, I was hung up on it for years, so fuck me. Yeah, and like, a lot of, like, I have sexual trauma as well. Yeah. And a lot of it, like, you think you're good, and then it comes up in different ways. Where yes. You're like, why, why don't I want, like, you know, Alex will, like, touch me sometimes, and, like, I'll, I'll get triggered or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm like, why after... Like I've been good, you know. Yeah, what I'm saying? exactly. Like, why? It's been good. Like yeah, <laughs> like this. This has worked before. Yeah. I, yeah. It's it's just one of those things. It's it's, it's you know because like anything that's trauma based is, and I'm sure you know this because you seem like you've done work on yourself, right? Psychologically, stuff like that. Okay, so and it seems like it because you you have, I, I like I, I kind of have like a a, a a the dog whistle hearing for that. Like when I talk to somebody, it's just like I can tell that they've been either through a certain level of trauma by how they've either adjusted or not adjusted to it. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Yeah, so, man. Um, so with you, I always like, I was always like, it's like she's done some work. I mean, I, you know what I mean? Um, a lot recently, for sure. Oh, totally. Yeah. Uh, and good for you, by the way, because there's a lot of people I know that really need it. And they're like, and not that they don't want to do it because they're selfish assholes or anything, but it's just like they're very scared because that's a scary first fucking step, you know? Yeah. Tell a stranger <laughs> about everything yeah you know like yeah. i mean the fortunate thing for me is what like my thing happened when i was really young so and like my parents like they caught like they did what they could like they made it worse but they also like they helped with in terms of like recognizing that something was up and they're like oh we gotta we gotta address this somehow so they got me in therapy pretty early That's which good. if that wasn't the case like when i was a kid i used that in a manipulative way um to get out of doing a lot of things but when I got older, like the fact that that was in my background was just like, oh, yeah, but you do know these things and you do know this avenue in order to get better. So when I was mm -hmm. able to and willing to get better, it was just like if I didn't have that foundation from before, there was no way I could have approached it maturely. You know what I mean? Yeah. You know, and it's like, you know, when I did. So is um, there is there like um, a goal with this specific thing that you're like looking to? like get at you know what i'm saying what like mean? um like are you in therapy right now no. okay but i'm also like i you know i've done so i've been in, i was in therapy from when i was four to um when i was 25 wow and then i'm just making sure no 26 i would say i was in instead like steady therapy um and then intermittently throughout during that time like when i was really trying to get things together with alcohol i went to see an alcohol counselor who also specialized with mental health stuff so wow this is uh this is now amber's podcast she's <laughs> no i just um you know i mean you don't I, have to say it if you no want. no it's fine i just uh yeah, I mean, I was going to anyway at some point in the podcast, but it's, uh, you know, it's just, again, it's it's one of those types of things where it's like, okay, well, that's, can't believe I'm going to fucking say this. My journey! It was my fucking journey! My journey! to being this. We knew you were going to say it because you have a podcast, so we were just, like, waiting for you to say my journey. <laughs> my journey. <laughs> How are you on your journey, Amber? Well, it's, uh, let, let me turn the mic on you. So, like, I, as I mentioned before, your origin story, like, and you talk about this on stage, and guys, you want to talk about, like, a fucking, uh, just probably, like, something that should be, like, a, 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 a I don't know if you want to call it, like, a, a feminism anthem or whatever, <laughs> but, definitely. like, your backstory, especially when it comes to your mom, do you want to tell everybody about that? Because that is yeah, truly sure. awesome. This yeah. is awesome, guys. Uh, so my mom, like, she's a single mom, and how that came to be 
is my dad was abusive and one night he tried like he was going to kill definitely my mom if not all three of us he was Jesus like Christ. I just learned recently my mom was like yeah it looked like he was making moves to like commit suicide he was like selling a bunch of stuff blah 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 fuck yeah 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 I was like whoa what oh. <laughs> <laughs> just recently you found out about that <laughs> little, little tidbit yeah. um uh but yeah so like one night he got a gun and my mom I was there too I was 3 years old my mom got the gun away from him and was like so like she had it in his stomach and he's like backing her down the hall like shoot me shoot me shoot me and she pulls the trigger and she says that he like made a face like <gasps> and she was like oh he's kidding cuz she didn't like realize that she had actually shot him and yeah. then she's like oh i saw the blood and uh you know, ran to the neighbor's house and my dad ended up passing away and my mom went to jail for it, which is crazy. Like I wrote a play with some friends about it and we like read the transcripts and it is wild how they just completely ignore that he had been abusive the entire time. They're just like, no, you killed a man. And she's like, yeah, because he was going to kill me and my child. Yeah, this was a self-defense <laughs> sort of situation. But it also shows you that, you know, as much progress as we make as a country, man. Yeah, man. Man, do we need some fucking work with our legal system all I'm around. I'm telling you, the felon thing just drives me fucking insane. Like, yeah. my mom can't even work for Uber, dog. That's fucked up. Do you know how many Ubers up. I've been in where yeah. I felt completely uncomfortable? You uh, know, it's like... <laughs> oh, totally. My, like, my dad became a felon as who, but it was a uh, white-collar crime. He was a doctor, and um, I'm not going to say what he did, but basically he did some criminal shit okay. and uh, lost his license, and, you know, he can't practice anymore. Nobody's going to fucking license my dad. To, yeah, and now he's just, doctor. like, not yeah, a like, human? You yeah, know, like, exactly. Like he, you know, he came out, and, like, he couldn't vote when he got out and stuff like that. I mean, because he's still on... Uh, house arrest and like yeah like he and now yeah everything that he worked for all all of his degrees and everything not worth the fucking wow yeah we really have no room for growth in our society isn't that the whole point of it's supposed to be rehabilitative when you send somebody to jail yeah you know what i mean it's like and i'm talking about like especially if they're going to be let out eventually and it's like they never get let out yeah yeah so, like, that's that's harsh about it. Jesus Christ. Yeah. So, yeah, your mom comes out. She's still a felon. Got that branding on her forever. Yeah. For doing the exact thing she was supposed to do in this situation. A thousand percent. A thousand percent. And my mom, like, she's a fucking boss. She, like, made her way. Yes, she is. I'm so, yes. She's yes, a- she fucking is. <laughs> yes. And the, she was whole, like- <laughs> the whole defending my kids by shooting my husband thing instantly stamps her. Right. I, but see, like, when you tell the story on stage, like, to me, like, I'm like, my mental image is totally like some badass movie shit. Yes. Where he's just like this, you know what? You take the dick, bitch. Boom. <laughs> And, and she like, was she like t- 20. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I didn't yeah. know that. Oh, my God. Yeah, oh. she was- but now she's a crime reporter in her town. Hell so yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. She's doing what she loves. Hell yeah, the frown upside down. Was there a knock? I don't know. I don't know. I heard movement. Yeah, that's weird. What time are we at anyway? <laughs> I have no idea. This is your show, Derek. This is. Okay. I should be fucking paying attention. <laughs> well, it's four twenty-three. Jason shouldn't be here until four. Don't worry, he'll call you at every step of at the way. At every step of the way, that's my guy, <laughs> Jason Acevedo. I just, well, like, so I have a great, I have, I have so many good Jason stories. We've got so many times. Um, but, uh, yeah, like, you're, okay, so, co- 
<laughs> We've gone through like an hour of this shit and uh, fucking so comedy, right? When, when did you know you wanted to be a comedian? I mean, in this, you've heard that you've heard Amber's mom becoming a felon by by protecting her and her kid. Isn't that funny? Ha yeah. ha ha ha! ha. Uh, and you heard about me getting touched as a kid. Parallel <laughs> laughs. And now you're just finally hearing, when, when did you know you wanted to be a comic? Uh, right around the time my dad got shot. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, ooh, there's, a, there's, so, there's gold in this right here. This is my first two minutes right Wait, now. Wait, Mom, can you hold on and not call the cops? i got to write this down. This is hilarious. This down. Oh. <laughs> dude, I thought of six tags. Just wait. <laughs> no, I always knew, dude. I used to like uh, charge my family 50 cents to watch shows in the living room. Um, really? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Oh, you were the one who was. Did you have like the cutout audience, like from like cardboard that you drew and like? No, nah, dog. I had actual track? audience members. Actual right? audience. <laughs> I forced my family to come. Um, and the fact that you charged them is awesome. It's like, dude, you're <laughs> booking shows. How old were you when you were doing this? Oh God, probably like seven. Hell yeah. Yeah, making that dough, baby. Making that dough. <laughs> Where did that money go? <laughs> oh, so that's. I mean that. That certainly explains. I mean, because like, uh, you're and how long you've been doing it in Chicago? Like, did you do anything? Do, do any of it in Nashville? I'm talking about as an adult in front of not stand up. I, yeah. I I went to school for theater, and I always knew I wanted to do comedy acting. Oh, damn it! I gave you my secret. <laughs> there's a, there's a secret. Oh, you spent some money and actually go and get professionally trained. You might actually be good at this. Who would have guessed? I know so. people are like, "Wow, you're so comfortable on stage." I'm like, mm-hmm, "Yeah, I'm, I'm just born that way." <laughs> And then I just You really do look comfortable so it's like you go out there like you're more confident than ninety percent of the fucking guys that have been doing this shit for like three years. It's just like wow. Yeah, yeah, that's probably the theater, man. Nice. Um Yeah, and I did theater for a while, came up here, did like all of Second City, and then was like, I improv's not it, you know? Yeah. And my mom had told me my whole life, she's like, You need to do stand up. So finally I listened to her. And, and when was that? When was that? Like yeah. through Three and a half years ago? Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And as soon as I did it, I was like, this is fucking it. Man. This is it. Yeah, I was talking to Tyler about that. Like, every, I think every comic has that uh-huh moment, and you can't turn back. It's you just, can't. You can't. It's just done. It's, no matter how many times you're like, should I quit? Yeah. I've... <laughs> I, so I've taken like I've taken like four or five breaks, like long breaks, like really three month, four month breaks since I started. And I started around the same time as you. And uh, well, with, that also shows part of why I haven't progressed as much as I would have wanted. Also, I'm very, very interesting comic. Anyway, uh, <laughs> very particular kind of humor. Uh, anyway. Um, yeah. But like because like I, I struggled with it so much, like accepting it's just like. Oh no, this is for life, and it's just like yeah. I hate it so much because I like so many aspects, like hanging out at the mics and hearing the same jokes and hosting and fucking and like getting filled to the brim with this shit that I just like I can't do this anymore. Yeah, and it's painful, dog, to put it yourself out there. Yeah. Oh, all the time, like all, the, the the whole thing. But it's just like when you're away, like I I every single time I was away within like two weeks, I was like, fuck. At some point, I gotta go back. I miss her. Yeah. yeah. How did you feel coming back after the breaks? Did you feel revived, or were you like, "Fuck, I shouldn't have taken a break"? The yeah, it's like it, it was such a mixed bag because like it was uh, when I took the breaks, it was and I was telling I was telling Tyler this like it's definitely I took a step back in terms of like you know now I have to rebuild you know some whatever some standing within the scene 
Uh, you know, because as you know, there's new comics every fucking three months. You know, right, so right. like, and just a new batch comes in. So I had to reestablish myself to a certain degree with that, especially being at this lower level. Um, and then there's that, but so there's all of that. It's just like, oh, so I took steps back. So like the shows that I was trying to get before, now I have to work up to try to get to them again. Right. You know, but the plus side was that I would have would come back with a much different perspective. Mm-hmm. Not and not and not and not even just like uh, like. You know, a personal spiritual perspective, there's definitely that, but also like how to approach it differently. You know, what mistakes that I was making before in terms of expectation of me and what I wanted every time I went out mm. on the stage. Like, I finally got to this good point where it's like I want to have fun at every set, whether I'm doing good or bad. And if I do that, then I, it's a successful set to me. That's, Whatever that's the key. crowd reaction is, it's like I'll do that, I'll learn from that to make it better. But like if I have a good set, if I have a good set and have fun doing it, then I had a good set. That's key. Dog. Yeah, that is key. You look like you're having a fucking ball on stage. <laughs> I do, man. And I've gotten much better. Used to I'd get off stage and I would beat the fuck out of myself. Yeah. Just like that was terrible. You of know, course. but now it's oh, my God. Do the spiritual and mental work, comedians. Yes. Do it. Yes. It sounds hokey, but like, listen, when I talk about it, and people are shocked by when I say that I meditate, and it's just like, yeah, but it fucking works. Oh, my God. It makes it so much more fun. Like, now I look back, and I'm like, how the fuck did I get up every night after just punching myself in the face afterwards? Yeah. You know? It's yeah. like, why? Why? Because yeah. it's, the, it's the drug, man. Yeah. It's the drug, man. <laughs> And nothing competes to it. Like there is no actual substance that competes to that shit. So, uh, which and you that's would, a good thing. You would yeah, know. I would know. You- <laughs> I would know. I've done a bunch. Have you done meth? I've never done meth. Like uh. the the craziest one I've ever done was angel dust. What? Yeah, I've done Whoa. dust. Well, a lot of the weed that I used to smoke back in the day, like whether we wanted it to have angel dust in it or not. <laughs> Your eyebrows just got so yeah, large. Like, cause, because like, you know, I was a, you know, the weed that we, we would get when I was a kid was like stick and stems, nickel bag, dime bag weed. And there was clearly some special sauce mixed into that. I don't know if it was <laughs> dust or not. But there was one time in particular where I went out of my way to try dust because and fucking rappers you guys gotta stop pushing drugs on your records because it's bad <laughs> method man on his first album was trying to push like dust as being like oh well people are about weed let's see if we can get dust over yeah why why like the tacal tacal is angel dust like that's that's yeah so that was his thing that was what he was doing Wait, like, what I know is people angel that were dust? Dust. so like it's it's from it's so it's formaldehyde that tea leaves have been soaked in and then dried and when you smoke it it tastes like spearmint it is like when they're talking about having to bring people down, like uh, I forget that night. The only thing I remember was when I woke up for two days, I saw double. Right. Whoa. And my friends told me the whole night I would be laughing one moment and super serious the next moment. Oh, and fuck. they were terrified the whole entire time. <laughs> Wait, were they sober? No, they were fucking doing it, too. But they were like <laughs> able to socialize because they were doing it a lot more than me. Like me. I just whew. wild, yeah. man. What's the craziest shit you've ever done? What is the, the uh, what was his name? Oh no, I'm just kidding. Uh, have uh, I done meth? No. Uh, what was his <laughs> name? Uh, that took me a second. No, I have not. I have not done meth, dog. I grew up around seeing meth heads at Walmart, and that told you everything you needed to see. Right? Their skin, they scratch their skin off. Yeah. And they have no teeth. So I was like, you know what? I'm going to skip that. <laughs> yeah, maybe, maybe that's not a road I want to go down. So yeah, what was it like? Were you ever like a big drug person or? No, man. You know what? I like my family wasn't oh, even yeah. religious, but I got into religion in high school. And like for most of college, I was like, mm, 
I'm a good girl. Okay. You know, you're like, okay, lame. <laughs> <laughs> I love it because you have such a, well, that, I mean, that, that does explain certain parts about the disposition at least. That like, that's like, oh, okay. I get it. She, she had to, she, she was nice for a good period of her life. Oh, yeah. It was, it was, you know, because you talk to other people, and it's just like, oh, man, I fucked every dude or every chick ever. <laughs> and, like, I couldn't wait to get home and do cocaine and lie to my parents. And you're like, no, I didn't no. do that. I had some weird sex stuff where I, like, oh, my God. <laughs> a weird sex stuff from a sex abuse survivor? The hell you say? <laughs> dude, I've never oh had I've never had normal sex ever. <laughs> I don't know what that's like. I have oh my no god. fucking clue. Oh my god, that's hilarious. I do remember like looking into Alex's eyes and being like, "Whoa, this is making love." You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Dude, I, like, no, it's that's the weirdest thing. Like that, like in turn, like from a like a trauma survivor standpoint, the the eye maintaining eye contact. Bro, I'm so glad you're still intimacy. Like that was fucking crazy to me. I'm just like. Oh wow! Okay, that's what these love songs are talking about. I right. Know, I know every like ballad from the eighties. There, so in the original iteration of the podcast, like I reviewed chick flicks, and oh, because like, yeah. but not even from like uh, a standpoint of being snarky or whatever. No, because like there are so many that I know and I love and I want to review for people. Yeah, like, I that that reminds me. We just watched Mystic Pizza recently. Oh my god, that was that was one. That was a. <laughs> Julia Roberts, first big uh, role right there. Sandra it, Bullock was in it. Amazing cast. Oh, yeah. Totally. Uh, Alex was pissed because he like was only interested in the secret pizza ingredient. I knew it. And I, then they I, never I, give it away. And he's like, this movie nutmeg. is fucking- It's nutmeg, Alex. He looked it up and said that, but I'm like, that's not a secret if it's on Google. No, it's not a secret. But like, it's And by the way, most pizza places that have a secret ingredient- Yes, and that's before Mystic Pizza, so, like, yeah. That's weird. Yeah, Does it's it just f- because, like, n- nutmeg has just enough of an off flavor where it's just, like, if you taste it in something as a background note, you're like, ooh, something's interesting about this, but I don't know what it is. That pisses me off. Does <laughs> Yeah, I don't <laughs> know why. it would be more exotic than that? <laughs> I really did. That's awesome. That's, that's dumb. So, good. Um, so <laughs> uh, God, I know we could talk forever, and that's the fucked up part, but I'm going to... Uh, end this on a positive note. Where can people find you, Amber? Where, if they want to see you, I know you have some of your material posted or some of your bits po- or, or sets posted. Uh, where can people see that? Where can people see you? Now, don't p- try. Uh, people are always trying to push, pitch like shows that they're coming on in the future. I have no idea when I'm putting this episode out there. So totally. Uh, but like stuff that you do, where can people find you? Yeah. So my Instagram is poppin. Uh, I'm always. <laughs> I'm going to put the links in the episode in case you didn't know how many puns you have to put in that in the episode <laughs> description. I'm gonna make sure no, that's, that's not what it's called. I'm I'm just saying it's like popping off. It's lit. I stay on Instagram. I, oh, <laughs> I thought that was yeah. I'm so old. Okay, sorry. Yeah, it's, He's it's like that popping six piece. off and lit. <laughs> Bro, I don't even know if people still use those words. That's hilarious. Um, yeah, but follow me on Instagram at Amber Autry Comedy. That's A-M-B-E-R-A-U-T-R-Y comedy i post sketches i post clips i've got my dms open in there so you can send me all your weird shit yeah. and um she loves the weird shit guys. yeah like, send me all your toes all um, your toes 
Yeah, not dude. Those half toe picks, like fucking no. When she says a foot pick, all of them, all of the toes, like all ten toes in every pick, or else, or in some cases, twelve toes. Ooh, you know Johnny Cosmo was born with twelve toes. I wish I wouldn't have known that. And now you know that <laughs> he doesn't still have them. They were, you know, but they got cut off. But yeah. yeah. Oh God, yeah. why do you know, know so much about his feet? Me and Johnny Cosmo have had some interesting <laughs> conversations. God. But yeah, follow me on Instagram. I also, this is probably not good to say, but I'm going to say it because I'm bad. But I have a podcast. It's called Mama Says. I talk to people and their mom. I didn't know you had a podcast. We should totally do a crossover episode. Let's fucking do it. Hell yeah. Guys, we have another podcast. I didn't know that you were. I'm not surprised that you should be hosting a podcast. You're awesome. Thank you. Thank you. So yeah, Mama Says. That's the Amber Autry podcast. She has been a great guest. Amber, thank you so much for coming. It's been so dope hanging out with you, man. Absolutely. Same here. I appreciate it. Thanks, guys. Mike, we're good.